going on, everybody? Welcome to the Unwavering Podcast. I am your host, Josh Vandergraaff. I am super pumped that you are joining with me today on this inaugural episode. That's right, the very first episode of our show. And it is just our desire and prayer that this show become a, a source of encouragement for you and uh, where we can continue to find hope and strength and uh, everything we need to move forward. And I'm just believing that as we go through this uh, journey that we call life, that we'll do it together. And uh, so we're just thankful that you're here with us. And it is just awesome. Now, this is a new endeavor for me. I, I'm not used to this kind of setting. So in this first episode, if I seem a little shaky, I just pray that you just be a little and ask that you just be a little patient with me. Now, on these on this show, the Unwavering Podcast, we will be uh, discussing various things on uh, about life, because if there's one thing that uh, you and I both know is that life is hard sometimes. It's not always what, you know, sunshine and rainbows. It ain't always what it seems, you know, it's not always good times. Sometimes we go through some very dark valleys and some very dark times in our life. And uh, and sometimes we just need a little pick-me-up. And so we're going to be hearing from people all throughout in upcoming episodes who, who have overcome certain struggles uh, setbacks and things like that, and now we're moving forward, and they've lived to tell the tale, so to speak. And uh, so we are just excited uh, that you're going to join with us. Just uh, subscribe to the podcast, follow it, however you're listening to it, whether it be on uh, through iTunes or Spotify or through Anchor or whatever the case may be. Uh, get as many people as you can to follow. We'll try to we'll get out as many episodes as possible. Uh, on the on the show. Well, I got some special guests that are going to be joining me in, in upcoming episodes, uh, but today it's just me. And so I want to, I thought about today's topic, you know, unwavering the definition, you know, when I was thinking about what to call, um, you know, this show, what to call this podcast, which is something that I've been wanting to do for a, a few years now. And I just haven't really uh, haven't had the equipment and I've just had other things going on. But um, when at the time of this recording, we are under the quarantine of the COVID-19 pandemic. And so uh, my time has pretty well just kind of stopped. And so I got to thinking and I just felt the Lord lay it on my heart to start this. And uh, but I, I was thinking about what to call it. You know, the name, everybody says the name of your show has to be catchy. It's got to, you know, really catch people. And I got to thinking if there's one message that I want people to understand about me, about my life, uh, about, about God, about anything is it would be this, that in this ever changing world in this ever changing society, there is one thing that never changes, and that is Jesus Christ. The Bible says he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And faith and commitment and steadfastness never changes. So the word unwavering came to my mind. Now, the word unwavering just simply means steady or resolute, not wavering. Now, you say, well, what, does, what in the world does it mean to waver? You know, I've never, we don't really use that word. Well, the word waver has a couple definitions. Number one, it has a shake with a quivering motion, uh, almost kind of be scared. Or another one is to become unsteady 
or unreliable. And so in this unwavering podcast, we're going to teach, we're going to share stories. Here's uh, uh, testimonies and some encouraging words to uh, that would help us to become unwavering with our dreams, unwavering with our visions. You know, the Bible says it this way. I don't know uh, if you're listening, if you ever read the Bible or maybe you don't, or maybe you do, but I do. I, I'm, I am a pastor and uh, I, I grew up in a Christian home, even though I myself have done things that I am not necessarily proud of. Uh, I've done things. I'm not, I am not a perfect person by any stretch of the imagination. So I don't want anybody to think that, but uh, I do. I, I look to scripture, the Bible as a source of strength, one of my sources of strength. And the Bible says in second uh, Corinthians, or I'm sorry, first Corinthians chapter 15, Verse 57 and 58, it says, but, be th but thanks un be to God who gives us the victory through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And I love what verse 58 says. He says, therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. That encourages me and it tells me no matter what goes on, be steady, be unwavering, be resolute, be reliable, always be moving forward. And so I thought about in this inaugural episode what the topic today would be. And if there's, if there's anything that I can encourage you with today, it's this. I would want to encourage you to dream big. That's right. I would encourage you to dream big. Now, I believe everyone who listens to this podcast has a dream or a vision, so to speak, for your life you know, visions or dreams that involve your finances or maybe your marriage, uh, maybe ministries or your relationship with God or everything about our life. We have a vision, we have a dream for, and it's good and it's important to have uh, dreams and visions because dreamers change things. I really want us to all understand that dreamers change things. Did you know Bill Gates is a dreamer? You know, I know we all have our different opinions of him, but back in the day when he started Windows and Microsoft, all that, he's a dreamer. Steve Jobs was a dreamer. Billy Graham was a dreamer. You know, another word for dreamer is visionary because you see visionaries see the end result. Visionaries look past current situations and circumstances and, and, and we focus on the end result, the end game so to speak. And, and I want to encourage you, the dreamer, the visionary. I want to stir up the dream that is inside each and every one of us. And, and I'm believing that as we continue this journey together, that uh, our dream or vision will, be, will begin to become reality. And, you know, one of the, the Bible speaks about a dreamer in Genesis chapter Number 37, he talks of Joseph. Now, many of us know of Joseph and the amazing, uh, what was that play? Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat or something like that. Joseph and the Coat of Many Colors. But one thing that the Bible talks about in Genesis chapter number 37, his brothers, when they saw him coming, they said this question, behold, the dreamer comes. Here comes the dreamer. And there are some, some things in our life that we need to understand about our dreams and we need to understand about our visions if we're ever going to see them come to pass. Number one is the fact that we dreamers and visionaries know and understand 
that our vision and our dream is not just about us. That's right. It's not just about me or it's not just about you. Because God gives us all visions and dreams uh, for a world or for people who need it. My favorite Bible verse in all of Scripture is Jeremiah chapter 29, 11. Now, I love the whole Bible, but Jeremiah 29, 11, I love what God says here. He says, for I know the plans I have towards you, says God, plans of good, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. And God has dreams and visions for his people serving humanity in some way, shape, or form. I, I have this saying that I've been saying a lot over these last few weeks with being in the COVID-19 pandemic that we are in right now. And that is simply this, that crisis creates opportunity. Uh, crisis creates opportunity. It creates opportunity for evil people to do evil things, but it also creates opportunity for good people to do good things. Now we have seen in these last several weeks, we have seen good people step up and serve humanity. And we have seen people who their dreams and visions that started many years ago that have come to fruition are now serving uh, the world or the communities that they're a part of. And that's what God wants from each and every one of us. He wants us to live a selfless life and serve those around us. I'll, I'll be honest with you. If our dream or vision is just about us, it's just about you and only you or me and only me, then there's a good chance that it won't come to pass. If you look all throughout the Bible, God told people, I'll bless you and you'll be a blessing to others. And, you know, he told the apostle Peter, he said, when you're converted, strengthen your brothers. He told Paul to reach and preach to the Gentiles. And, and he even told me and you in Matthew chapter 28, go into all the world, preach the gospel, you know, go to everyone because we have to understand we are blessed. We are, um, we have these dreams and visions with a mission in mind. You know, and that mission is a lot bigger than you and I. Our visions should be bigger than our current situation and circumstance today. If we can achieve our vision and stuff right now, then it's not big enough. It needs to be constantly something we we're working towards that will stretch us and cause us. It's got to go deeper than our earthly desires and needs. It's it, it this mission that that is in our mind. It, it involves our brothers and sisters. It impacts our city and it impacts schools. It impacts churches and families. And, you know, this mission has to be about building the kingdom of God. This mission has to be about spreading the love of Jesus. This mission has to be about spreading joy, spreading encouragement. You know, uh, the everybody, when you hear visions and mission statements and vision statements and, and all these different things, it doesn't, it needs to encourage and to inspire. That's what Habakkuk, the book of Habakkuk chapter two says, you know, yeah, I, I quote a lot of scripture. Uh, like I said, I live my life by it. And so, you know, I, I do, I live my life by it. And I, Habakkuk two says it this way. Um, he says, write the vision, make it plain upon tablets that he may run who reads it. And what he's saying there, he said, when you write your vision down, he said, it needs to, your vision, your dream needs to inspire those around you. It needs to inspire everyone that you come in contact with. And it needs to inspire people to, to move forward. 
Because if you're excited and passionate about it, then others will be also. You know, because believe it or not, we need people. The people you need to help you reach that vision and achieve your dream, it will connect to a vision and or a dream that has a place for them, their talents, their resources. Let me ask you a question. Are the right people connected to your dream or to your vision? You know, we must hold and respect and reverence the ties that are connected to us and never make an enemy without good reason uh, because you never know who you're going to need at some point. Oftentimes people, I, I think, were guilty of uh, burning bridges and then realizing at a later date we need to cross them again. And when we do that, we don't realize the people that we need in our life. Now, we have to understand and recognize toxic relationships. So don't misunderstand what I am saying here. But uh, we do we need to understand also that our dreams, our visions need to be contagious. You know, they, they need to always be abounding. We need to and we need to be unwavering in that fact that, you know, our vision in our dream. We can't let current circumstances or situations or certain lack stop us or keep us from moving forward. You know, we need to always be abounding. We need to always be going higher. We need to always be going deeper. We need to always be going forward, not backward. Um, so that's the, kind of the first thing that I, I wanted to talk with everyone about today is the fact that we have to know and understand that our vision or our dream isn't just about us. You know, it's about our families. It's about our neighbors. It's about those we come in contact with. And, you know, and it's one of those things to where uh, we can't be selfish about it. I think we are living in a world today where we're seeing a lot of me, me, me. Uh, we're seeing a lot of stuff that is just not good. I mean, it's, it promotes uh, selfish behavior. It promotes selfish gain. It promotes uh, just a lot of one-sided uh, my dad used to call it the the disease of the I-itist, which is, it's always about me. I this, and I want that, and it's all about me, me, me. But it's not. You know, our lives, the way we live our lives, they say that we have influence of, each and every one of us has an influence of at least four people. Uh, that means we have influence of at least four people at the minimum. And so... The way we live our life does impact people for the good, but also for the bad. And so we need to understand that our vision and our dream is not just about us. And um, I'm going to take just a break and I will be right back with you right after this break. Stay tuned. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Unwavering Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Vandegraaff. We are discussing today on the inaugural episodes to dream big. We're discussing our dreams and our visions and how uh, they need to be bigger than us. We discussed uh, before the break, we were discussing how our dreams and visions uh, need to also, they, they're about other people. We need to have room for other people. We need to uh, be, they need to be able to serve mankind. Uh, and so there's a lot I can say on that, but for the sake of time, I'll, I'll move on to this next thought. Um, you know, when we are going, when we are working our dream out and our vision, our visions out, 
we need to remember that dreamers or visionaries that we have ideas and we may stumble and fall in the process, but we will always obtain something. And there's a saying that a lot of us know, it says, it's not if you fall that matters, but it's how you get up. I think sometimes we're afraid to move forward or we're afraid to try something because we're afraid of failure. Never be afraid of failure, uh, never, but never let failure be the end either. We need to get up. You know, No matter how many times we've fallen, we need to get up. The Bible says that God's grace is sufficient and faithful. We need to get up. Um, you know, he told Paul, he said, my grace is sufficient for you. He says in the book of Psalms, my mercies are renewed every morning. It also says that the God who started the good work in you will finish the work. We need to get up. Don't let failure break your spirit, but rather let it be your determination. Learn something. Don't waste a mistake. Don't, don't let it define you, but also learn that lesson, you know, because God did not give you a dream or a vision knowing that you would fail, but rather knowing that you would flourish. I'm going to tell everybody something, and you may not understand what I'm getting ready to say, and some of you may. Uh, you may not have a relationship with the Lord, and maybe this is the first time you're hearing this. But the Bible says in the book of Jeremiah chapter one, he said, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. I knew you, which means he put those things inside of each and every one of us. I knew you before I formed you in the womb. I knew you. He said, and I ordained you, which means I set you apart. I empowered you. The Bible also says in the New Testament, the apostle Paul said to stir up the gifts that are inside of us. We all have a, a gifting inside of us. And God gives us those gifts and we have those dreams and we have those visions. And he did, he did not give those to us knowing we would fail but he gave them to us knowing we would flourish. You know, one of my wife's favorite scriptures is Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Who gives me strength. You know, and so we need to understand and we need to remember that sometimes in life we're going to make mistakes. You know, I make mistakes on a pretty constant basis. If my wife was here today, and she'll be on an uh, upcoming episode, but... When my wife was here, if she would be in this episode today, she would tell you, yeah, he makes a lot of mistakes. He, uh, he makes more mistakes than he's probably willing to admit, and I do. But you know, and I've, I've hurt people's feelings. I've dropped the ball. I've missed the mark. I've, I've done all those things. I've failed. You know, there's things I've tried to start that just didn't take off. And in all honesty, I'm starting this unwavering show, this unwavering podcast. I don't know what's going to happen with it. I don't know how far it's going to go. I'm just trusting in the Lord to take it through. But when I do try things or when I do fall or when I do make mistakes, I learn from them. I learn from them. I don't waste what we call dry seasons um, in our life. You know, when nothing seems to be going right, when we're going through a spiritual dry spell, an emotional dry spell, I don't let, you know, I don't let those things keep me down. Um, and so I want to encourage you, you know, you may feel like you have fallen. You may feel like you have, uh, made just the worst mistakes and nobody's with you and everybody has left you and friends don't call no more, but all because you're, you seem like life is nothing more than a, you're nothing more than a screw up. But let me give you this encouragement today. 
pick yourself up, move forward, and watch God do great things in your life. I'm going to give you a few points here. So how do you keep from failing? Not falling, but how do you keep from failing? Number one is, guys, we have to have confidence in God. There is something down deep in each inside of us, each and every one of us, that has to believe in something or somebody bigger than ourselves. You know, we have to, you know, if you don't know Jesus Christ, if you don't know the Lord, I pray that something I say today or maybe in the coming podcast, whatever the case may be, maybe it's my prayer you start a relationship with him, but we've got to have confidence, trust in God, and we need to listen to his word. You know, I want to encourage everyone, read the Bible. You say, well, I don't understand the these and those. My goodness, there's so many translations out there. Get the New Living Translation, the Message Bible, all these different ones that are easier to understand and let it speak to you. But also have confidence in yourself. Some of us, we are so insecure. Some of us, we are so, we beat ourselves up. We are our own worst critic. Don't see yourself failing. See yourself flourishing. No, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I have this joke. It's kind of cheesy, but I'm going to say it. You know, we are Americans. I'm an American, not an American. You know, we can do it. You can start that business. You can get out of debt. You can raise children. You can all, you can Don't see yourself failing. See yourself flourishing. And another thing, have confidence. Have confidence in God. Have confidence in yourself. But also have confidence in the relationships that's connected to you. You know, if if you go to church, you know, trust your church family. Trust your leadership. If you don't go to church, you know, I pray that you start. And there's so many benefits to being a part of a church family. But you know, if you've got a good, strong support system, people that believe in your vision, the Bible says don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. That means don't surround yourself with people who don't believe in you, who don't believe in your vision. Surround yourself with people who who believe that you can achieve anything that you set your mind to achieve. I believe you can do it. I believe you can do it. Let me ask you a question. And I really want you to think about this. Can you see your dream? Can you see your vision coming to pass? Can you see yourself getting out of debt? Can you see yourself starting that business and what it can do? You know, in Genesis 15, God told Abraham, he said, I want you to go outside and look up at the sky. And he says, as many stars as you can count, he said, greater will be the your descendants. Now you got to think, Abraham, he didn't have any kids. His wife was barren. She was past the age of kids. He was an old man. And God's saying, you're going to have descendants, which means you're going to have children. And he's thinking, are you kidding me? I can't even have one. And you're going to tell me that, you know, actually he even tells him, he says, look, you've given me no offspring. You have never given me kids. Now you're saying I'm going to have, you know, as many as the star is in the sky. But can I tell you, Abraham trusted God. That's what the Bible says about him. It says that Abraham believed God and it was accounted unto him as righteousness. And he ended up having Isaac and 
out of Isaac, and if you go, he had Jacob, and out of Jacob, if I'm telling you, if you go all through the Bible, you know, we grew up in Sunday school singing, Father Abraham had many sons. Out of the seed of Abraham was birthed the whole Jewish nation. Can you see it? Can you see through the eyes of faith and see the end result? Can you see past your current financial state and walk towards your dream? Because if you really do believe God, you'll have to answer this question in your mind. Did God ask you to pay for it or did he ask you to believe for it? Can you see it? Are you walking towards your dream? Are you believing God? Like what he says, behold, the dreamer comes. I want to encourage you today in this inaugural episode that you can do all things through Christ, that you can achieve your dream, but you have to work that dream. Because oftentimes dreams and visions do not come to pass. Now, I know that statement doesn't really stir up the dream or vision in you, nor does it encourage you, but, you know, and it, it kind of goes against what everything I've said, but really listen to this. Sometimes dreams and visions don't come to pass. And the reason behind these fallen dreams are, are the lies in the mindset of the dreamer. They don't come to pass because the visionary, you, the dreamer, you gave up too soon. You aborted the mission. You aborted the process of this vision. You started well, but you're not ending well. You know, the word abort means to bring a premature end because of a problem or fault. Many powerful and productive visions and dreams were aborted due to financial problems or emotional problems, spiritual problems. I wonder how many dreams and visions we gave up on prematurely. You know, I just got done talking about how you know, our dreams are bigger than us. They're for other people and how we may fail sometimes, but we need to learn from that. And, but we also need to remember that we have to work the dream out. The main ingredient to our dreams and our visions is the working of it. Now, everything that we do, we do by faith. The just shall live by faith. We do for a hope that is bigger than today. We do with, for something that is going to better our life. That is going to better everything we do. Faith has to be worked out. You say, well, Josh, I don't really believe that. The book of James chapter 2 tells us that faith by itself without works is dead. It's dead. Faith must be put to work. And the way you work that out is you move forward. Faith is an action word. It doesn't take a lot of faith. It just takes a mustard seed faith, a small amount of faith to know that God's in control, to know that God's word is behind you, that God's grace is in front of you, that it's covering you, and that God's dream or vision for your life will come to pass. You know, the difference between an idea and a vision is in its working. When faith produces works, dreams become realities. When faith is worked, mountains are moved. When faith is worked, miracles happen. We have to believe in miracles. When faith is worked, the impossible becomes possible. That's right. When our faith is put to work, y'all, come on, work it out. You may not see the fruit of your labor right now, but keep working it out. Well, Pastor Josh, I work 
six days a week and I'm saving, but I can't seem to get out of debt. I'm just getting so upset and discouraged. Look, you may be frustrated. Just keep working it out. Come on. Make like journey and don't stop believing. You know, I know everybody knows that song. It's one of my favorite songs. Don't stop growing. Don't stop working out. Don't stop working it out. Don't abort your dream. Don't abort anything. Don't give up. Don't stop. Your dream will become a reality if you will just keep moving forward. You can do it. The Bible says wherever two agree, touching anything, and believing, praying and believing, it will happen. Y'all, I'll be your two. I agree with you. Everything that you're believing for, your vision, your dream, if it's to help somebody, if it's not just to make as much money as you can so you can have the big fancy house and all that stuff, but if it's really to make a difference in somebody's life, I agree with you. I agree. I'll be your two. It's going to happen. Don't give up on your dream. Work hard. Work hard. Don't stop just because things aren't easy or because you're 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 struggling or something, you know, with with uh, whatever the case may be. Be diligent. Move forward. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs that diligent hands will rule. Work hard, become a leader. Work hard, don't give up. Well, Josh, I just, I think my marriage is over. Me and my husband or me and my wife, we don't show each other love or affection anymore. Work at it. You know, at the, at the time of this recording, I've been married almost going on 14 years. I understand I've got three beautiful children. I understand life is hard. I understand marriage is hard. But you know what? We all have to work at it. Dream big and work towards that dream which means you may have to sacrifice. There may be some things you need to cut out of your life that's going to keep you or hinder you from achieving that dream. But be unwavering. Be steady and resolute. Say, I will not be moved. I will not let life knock me down. I will not let fear stop me. I will not let anything keep me from achieving my dream. Because I don't care what anybody else says. You are amazing. You are an awesome person. You have God by your side. And he loves you so much. And he only wants good things for you. You can do it. I believe in you. You got to believe in yourself. Go achieve your dream. Well, y'all, that's it for today. I thank you so much for uh, joining me on the Unwavering Podcast, and I am just thankful that uh, you've been with me, and be watching, be listening, um, check me out on YouTube, go to youtube.com forward slash Josh Vandergraff, and uh, subscribe there, you'll find, uh, you can find some preaching videos, some Bible studies, oh, my boys have got some stuff on there, uh, 
TV, you know, YouTube shows they like to do. Um, you can see, actually, the recording of these podcasts are going to be also uh, vlogged on there. And so you can just choose the Unwavering Podcast playlist, and you'll see this on there. And uh, But subscribe on Facebook, facebook.com slash jvandergraff. And uh, special thanks to my sponsor, Anchor. And uh, if you are have a desire to start a podcast, it's it's easier than what I thought. Check out anchor.fm and uh, just check them out there. You've heard the promo or you heard the ad at the beginning. And uh, But thanks for being with me today, guys. I'll see you next time on the Unwavering Podcast.